Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. We are brought to you by Atlanta Sports Trips. Atlanta Sports Trips is the first premium travel service sending Atlanta sports fans on the road to see their favorite teams play. An Atlanta sports trip is headed to New Orleans, and you can come along for the ride. Come experience the most underrated rivalry in all of football when the Dirty Birds play the Aints on December 18th at the Superdome. Atlanta Sports Trips has the perfect weekend scheduled with a hotel stay at the JW Marriott on Canal Street, plus a tailgate with Brian Finneran and former Falcon quarterback Bobby Bear. Your chance to get up close and personal with a former NFL wide receiver and quarterback, autographs, pictures, pick their brains. And since Atlanta Sports Trips is now the official travel provider for 680 The Fan, you can benefit with $68 off your booking when you use the promo code 680 at atlsportstrips.com. It's going to be a great weekend. Give the gift of a trip by sending somebody to see the game of the year that could be one that has a lot of impact for the Falcons and the Saints. You can book at atlsportstrips.com. That's atlsportstrips.com. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. I would be Matt or Matlana. I didn't give myself the nickname. I earned the nickname. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. We get ready for another appearance for Georgia in an SEC championship game this Saturday. And then bigger fish to fry for the dogs as they look to try to bounce back and win back-to-back national championships. Some pretty heady stuff for the program and for Kirby Smart. With that in mind, let me bring in... Brent Rollins from UGASports.com. Trust all the great job he does as a Georgia insider, and he's kind enough to join us on this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. Brent, we appreciate the time. How are you? Thanks for having me. Doing great. Uh, let's start here broad, and then we'll kind of drill down as we move forward. Uh, looking at some numbers this morning, Georgia's now won 30 of their last 31 games, which is just remarkable. They've won 27 straight regular season games. But, Brent, if I took it just to this season following a national championship win, and we look at what Georgia lost to the draft in the transfer portal, the injuries, the assistant coaches. I can make a claim that Kirby is actually having maybe his best coaching year, and that sounds odd after winning a national championship. Is that a fair claim? 100% fair. And I think you add to that the fact that he lost his best receiver for the entire season for second year in a row, basically. Uh, It just goes to show sort of, structure and all the little pieces and details in place that he uh, focuses on that, you know, you lose the coordinators or you lose the players that you've got people right, ready to go right behind them. It's impressive and beyond impressive what they've done this regular season. It really is. Um, Let's talk about the quarterback situation. Uh, Stetson, all the arguing a year ago, I thought we were, you know, sort of moved on from that. Uh, I thought Stetson had a very good year. I think it's been uneven at times, but I also think there are some some things that have affected the way Georgia's pass game has operated, whether it was the weather against Tennessee with a big lead just kind of reeling it in. Same thing in Kentucky with the wind and the cold. Uh, it didn't look great against Georgia Tech, and maybe I'll give Tech's defense some credit early on there. Give me your kind of evaluation of what Stetson did throughout the season, especially down the stretch. I think he's been very solid. And consistent. And when I say consistent, like he, I think in terms of a PFF passing grade, he doesn't have a game below 65 in terms of passing grade. 
60 is kind of the average marker. So nothing below average versus a season ago, I think he had three games where his passing grade was in the 50s. So you're seeing a more consistent approach from him. I don't think you're seeing, because of the in, the situation and the things that you just talked about with weather, game situation, things like that, you're not seeing the, the high level uh, as much. And I think that's more factor of what the offense has done and then also just I, I think that's one of the things that Kirby has kind of mastered over the last few years and especially last season is the marathon not a sprint type deal where he's looking at it from a bigger picture and you know for example Stetson running it's not really been as much of a thing this year I think they've had a governor on that all year I think that governor comes off starting this week well and I, and I love that opinion and I would add to it if you looked at the two let's say most important games or the two games against what we would consider the, the best competition. That was the Oregon game and that was the Tennessee game. You can look at Stetson's numbers in both games, especially in the first half when the game is still in doubt and the numbers are huge, which leads me to believe when Georgia is playing, I'll call it like competition. And I'm not even talking about the SEC title game. I'm talking about the playoff. Like I have no fear that Georgia will open it up to your point. Let him run more, let him air it out. Like the things we saw in the first half against Tennessee and, and for the first three quarters against Oregon, I think that would be on display in the postseason. Very much so. I think you can even expand that. You go even sort of four opponents that are kind of the quote big games for them. The Oregon, Tennessee, and then at South Carolina was early because obviously South Carolina had a lot of buzz about them. And, and then Florida, just because of the nature of the game against Florida, those four games in the first half, his overall grade is over 90 which is elite. I mean, they have 31 explosive plays, but the key is they're being aggressive. 60, almost 61% throwing in the first half of those four games. And I think that that meshes with Stetson and his personality. I think there's an element of him that as a 25-year-old, basically college senior, 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 basically, in a way, that I think he kind of gets in a lull or in a comfort zone that in these other games that, the bigger games bring out sort of the best in him. I would agree, and I would add another element to this, and, and this is, like, I think Georgia spoiled a lot of people a year ago, Brent, with how dominant they were every week. There was just never a game that was in doubt. So when a Missouri game comes up on that Saturday night, or Georgia has a weird third quarter against Florida, or a weird first half against Georgia Tech, I think it's pretty common. It's pretty human nature. It's pretty normal for college teams and college kids to play some uneven games. But I also think I think it has to do with those kids know they're better than the opponent. They drift a little bit at times. They've had those moments. I still don't think that's something that I would concern myself with given three and a half weeks to prepare for a semifinal game in the, in the playoff, and then if they win that, a national title game. I agree. Uh, it's not something – I mean – the things that would concern you are F one effort mistakes. Like if it's if it's a true effort thing, then that might concern you. Or you know, they've had the turnovers. I think are a little bit concerning, but there's you know, there's a luck element to that, unfortunately. So I, I'm I think they're ready to go. I don't honestly don't see them being. I wouldn't say challenged, but. I think they're going to be just fine the next three weeks or three games. So let me ask you then, if we are looking for a concern or two, what is it that you would say is a is something that the, the Georgia fan or the fan in general should pay attention to if Georgia does meet Michigan or they play at TCU or a USC or an Ohio State? What would be on the radar to, to pay attention to? Ohio State's interesting because of the, the receiver element. Those receivers are good and, and potentially does Smith and Jigba play when you get to a playoff type scenario and they have their full complement of receivers 
USC is interesting just because Caleb Williams is on another level. Uh, and then outside of that, it's just turnovers. From Georgia, if you look at it from the Georgia perspective, take care of the football. The element of A.D. Mitchell missing, I don't think hinders them this week in the SEC championship game, but it might in the playoff when teams can maybe go a lot more straight-up man against them. You know, typically, you would hope that Bowers and Washington and those types and McConkie would feast in that scenario. But those are really the only concerns for me. Pass rush, maybe a little bit. But I think Georgia does such a great job of scheming pass rush and then also playing coverage behind it that the lack of sort of what one or two individual dominant pass rushers, uh, it, it, on the edge at least, kind of goes away. Jalen Carter, obviously, on the interior makes, a, com- makes their team a completely different team. So we took the plunge, yes, at the Chernoff house. The big renovations are going on. So it comes down to making the right choices when you want to do some of these renovation projects. And for us, when it came down to flooring and carpet, we wanted to work with a great local company that we know could get the job done. That's why we turned to Peachwood Floor Coverings. I got a chance to meet Ryan Cornell and the great folks from Peachwood. When I say meet them, we got in touch with Ryan. 48 hours later, they came out to our home to start setting up measurements and looking at potential options for flooring and carpeting choices, it was beautiful. I love the process. It was just that easy. And right now, the process can be that easy for you. If you go to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, you can schedule a consultation. They'll come out to your home. And all this month, if you mention Matt, that's the promo code Matt, they're going to save you 10% on that flooring or carpet installation that you've always wanted. You want it easy, you want the process done quickly, and you want it to look beautiful. We're getting all that done with Peachwood Floor Coverings. Again, go online to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, or you can call them at 678-935-6901. Peachwood Floor Coverings, big company quality, small company services. Home field advantage exists in baseball. Insurance, too. Your local trusted choice independent insurance agents are active members of your community. They'll always have your back. Find a local auto, home, or business insurance agent at trustedchoice.com. Folks, you just heard from Smoltzy and you heard it from me as well. Clayton Rhodes and the Rhodes Group are my trusted choice for insurance agents. They've been my agent for a long time and they serve all of Metro Atlanta. To get up to 10 auto insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes, visit roads-group.com slash churnoff today. That's roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. TheDailyDraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like Trivia Night, Kids Eat Free Night, and more. TheDailyDraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love The Daily Draft. I wanted to follow up on that because you and I traded some texts earlier in the week on the Georgia defense and the numbers. I mean, the, the traditional numbers look great again. They led the nation in, in scoring. 
uh, defense, only allowing 11 points a game, what they've done against the, the rush, what they've done uh, yards per play. Like, all of it looks great. As you said, though, the pass rush numbers are down, which is not shocking considering what they lost a year ago. Um, tackle, missed tackle rate is up a little bit. Could could that be something against a Caleb Williams or against, I don't know, a TCU or just somebody who can air it out a little bit? Is that something that could be a factor in the, in the playoff? Uh, it is just because if you if you give Caleb Williams time, he's, I think he's just that good. He's number one pick in the draft next year, good. Uh, but the thing with their defense, and that's been amazing when you watch it, sort of, and I think Kirby's kind of mastered it in a way, it's the element of team defense. And, you know, even like against the run, they're going to be great against the run no matter who is on, lined up on the field for them just because they are so disciplined and they are so detail-oriented from a run-fit perspective, just all these things that coaches talk about to the nth degree but they actually do them consistently week to week, play by play. But from a team defense perspective, they just don't have minuses anywhere. And that's been to me the the hallmark. Last year it was greatness at every level. This year it's just consistently really good at every level. And because of that and their system, it just it makes it to where you have to, to me, have to one, have turnover luck. To, in terms of to be able to score consistently against them. And then, two, you have to have elite quarterback and wide receiver play. If you don't have that, I think you have no chance to put, you know, into the 30s against them. I would agree. I would also yeah, I would add to it, if Georgia's playing what is close to their best game, which we saw against Tennessee, which we saw against Oregon, you mentioned South Carolina, I just don't know that any of these other teams who have a lot more flaws are going to be able to beat them. Um, Correct. Let me ask you about a couple of unlike uh, any other. Yeah. Let me ask you about a couple of offensive pieces. You mentioned AD Mitchell, who's it's been mostly a lost year for Mitchell. Um, wh- where are you on factoring him back in for the semifinal game? And if they're playing in a national championship, is this like Pickens, where it's whatever I get from him is gravy, or can they try to work him back in to become more of a factor for those two games? No, I think it's it's like Pickens. It's whatever you get from him as a threat is is good if you get some you know, third third down catches or maybe a 15 20 yard comeback type route from him cuz he's obviously not the true deep threat that Pickens was but whatever you get from him is just adding to what it is that you you have on offense already and, and will be just bonus in a way i uh, was looking at some numbers as we record this on Wednesday morning i was looking at some Kenny McIntosh numbers and and i loved the note the McIntosh became the second Georgia running back in the last 20 years with at least 600 yards rushing and 400 receiving. The only other one is Todd Gurley, which is kind of crazy. But the last two weeks, Brent, McIntosh has 35 touches, 344 yards, a couple of touchdowns. It almost looks like he's getting better. They're feeding him more. And Dejon Edwards still a factor in the run game, but it feels like they're leaning on McIntosh a lot more. And I, I, I can't help but think that's going to be a factor in the next three games. Yeah, and especially as a receiver. I think the next three games, you're going to see him as a receiver come back into play, kind of what they did against Oregon, where it was really quick, just getting the ball quickly uh, out on the edge. But like you said, the last few weeks, he's been the alpha. That room's kind of, you know, ebbs and flows of who's been the primary guy over over the course of the season, but he's 100% been the guy recently. And I think you need that. You need need that person who 
you know can go get you whatever it is you want. The amazing part, like you think about the Georgia Tech game specifically, he had a he had a forty five yard run that was early in the second quarter, like 11, 12 minutes to go in the second quarter. He didn't touch the ball again until the first play of the second half. <laughs> so it's just how they run their offense that these guys rotate in and out and, and get different series and things like that. But I do think you're going to see a lot more of him specifically on the field on a consistent basis over these next three games. Can you remember a team, especially one that is the favorite to win a championship, that their two biggest re- receiving threats are technically tight ends? And I, I say technically because I've moved on from like that position to me is just a pass catcher because Brock lines up in the slot outside in the backfield and Darnell. I mean, Darnell's just a freak of nature in the fact that he is a sixth offensive lineman with athleticism. Um, I, you know, people look at it as like, there's no, there's no uh, alpha wide receiver. I think this is a bigger pain for teams to try to, to diagnose defensively what you're going to do. Cause they're just mismatches no matter how you defend them. I agree. It's, I will say like, if, this was an argument last year and an argument that I had with, with some, some folks within the, the football world that, that I talked to a lot. What would you rather have? Would you rather have Georgia's tight end room or would you rather have Ohio State's receiver room with, you know, Olave, Wilson, Smith, and Jig, but like that sort of level? And I think you tend to pick the receivers in the end, especially if you have a great quarterback. But for what Georgia does and the style of play that they want to engage you in, the tight ends are the absolute just sort of their unicorn in a way. The main, the thing that makes their offense unique that other teams just one don't have and or two aren't used to and can't defend. So we took the plunge. Yes. At the Chernoff house, the big renovations are going on. So it comes down to making the right choices when you want to do some of these renovation projects. And for us, when it came down to flooring and carpet, we wanted to work with a great local company that we know could get the job done. That's why we turned to Peachwood Floor Coverings. I got a chance to meet Ryan Cornell and the great folks from Peachwood. When I say meet them, we got in touch with Ryan. 48 hours later, they came out to our home to start setting up measurements and looking at potential options for flooring and carpeting choices. It was beautiful. I love the process. It was just that easy. And right now, the process can be that easy for you. If you go to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, you can schedule a consultation. They'll come out to your home. And all this month, if you mention Matt, that's the promo code Matt, they're going to save you 10% on that flooring or carpet installation that you've always wanted. You want it easy, you want the process done quickly, and you want it to look beautiful. We're getting all that done with Peachwood Floor Coverings. Again, go online to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, or you can call them at 678 935 6901 Peachwood Floor Coverings, big company quality, small company services. Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it. But that somebody doesn't have to be you. At the Rose Group, we can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes. Visit us online today at rose-group.com. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. 
what you're going to find? A craft beer bar. Self-serve taps. Uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads. Uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. The DailyDraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like Trivia Night, Kids Eat Free Night, and more. TheDailyDraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love the Daily Draft. We are brought to you by Atlanta Sports Trips. Atlanta Sports Trips is the first premium travel service sending Atlanta sports fans on the road to see their favorite teams play. An Atlanta sports trip is headed to New Orleans, and you can come along for the ride. Come experience the most underrated rivalry in all of football when the Dirty Birds play the Aints on December 18th at the Superdome. Atlanta sports trips has the perfect weekend scheduled with a hotel stay at the JW Marriott on Canal Street, plus a tailgate with Brian Finneran and former Falcon quarterback Bobby Bear. Your chance to get up close and personal with a former NFL wide receiver and quarterback, autographs, pictures, pick their brains. And since Atlanta Sports Trips is now the official travel provider for 680 The Fan, you can benefit with $68 off your booking when you use the promo code 680 at atlsportstrips.com. It's going to be a great weekend. Give the gift of a trip by sending somebody to see the game of the year that could be one that has a lot of impact for the Falcons and the Saints. You can book at atlsportstrips.com. That's atlsportstrips.com. Well, and I think that's the point, right? And we always focus on the red zone with this, but I love the way Todd Munkin uses uh, Brock specifically. Like, you could argue you could do more things with, with Darnell, but the, the way they – in big games, too. I always say this. When there is a game that you know is going to be a, a challenge of Tennessee and Oregon, a, a playoff game, like, you can always find Brock Bowers five-day touches, and they do that in all these different ways. And I just love the fact that he runs away from people and they get him the ball, whether it's just a little toss coming across the formation – or a pitch out of the backfield, or just throwing the ball deep to him. Like, they will get him involved in every possible way. Otherwise, there are games where it's like, oh, Brock was there. It's very quiet. I would expect him in these big moments to be an enormous factor for them, like a number one receiver. I, I actually think that he's one of the most – as great as much as he is utilized, and as much as you know, all the records that he's broken for Georgia, I think he's still underutilized. I'd agree. If you look at – him compared to say Michael Mayer that's at Notre Dame that's going to you know, be a, a high you know first maybe first or second round type draft pick. If you look at career games for them with at least seven targets in the or not career the last two years the last two years at least seven targets. Mayer has four times as many games almost fifteen to four games with seven at least seven targets, and then games with less than five targets. Mayer only has two. Brock has ten games where he yep. hasn't had five targets. I, I think that will is another element that is also going to change over the next three games for Georgia. I think you're going to see Bowers consistently touch the ball. Well, it, two two things on that note, though, right, Brent? I think the factor a Kirby doesn't care about scores, right? When he has a big enough lead, we've seen it for years where we'll pack it in, whether it's because of weather, our defense is playing well enough. Um, they don't play their guys snap wise traditionally as much as other teams do too, and maybe that's just because they've had leads and they're, you know, uh, you know, out of games. I don't know, but I, I happen to think if Georgia was playing 
Let, look at Alabama's season as an example. They're playing these high-scoring games or these close games, LSU, Ole Miss, Texas, Texas A&M, Tennessee. Like, Brock's numbers could be off the charts, but Georgia doesn't play in those games, so I understand kind of why he's not getting as much yeah. volume. Is that a fair way to look at it? Yeah, I agree. And it's also the, I think it's the nature of their offense, too. It, it's what Munkin, I think, in the end wants, is that I want you to have to defend every threat on the field as opposed to just focusing in on one or two. Tell me what you think of Monk and the job he's done this season. How do you think he's – because especially early when they were really opening it up, like I think they they were just flexing. I think they could have continued flexing, but, again, some outside factors change. What do you think of the job he's done this season? I think it's – the results speak for themselves in terms of points, yards, things like that. But I have always think there's more that they could do. There's more that they could do with QB run game. There's more, with, like I said, long, playing the long game, they don't want to do that. There's more that they could do from an aggressive standpoint. They've dialed back like the last half of the season. It's been more like 60%, almost 60% run on first and second down. But overall, you cannot complain with the results whatsoever. And the, I think the beauty of, of him as a coordinator is that each week is different, which is sort of truly the NFL type system in a way that hey we have this new opponent we're going to hey this week the focus is the edge game or this week the focus is the power counter type game this week the focus is receivers that evolves each week for georgia which sometimes i think leads to some of their own inconsistencies especially in the running game but overall you you just can't argue with the results and the fact that you're going to give that guy think about what you saw against michigan uh last season the first two drives it was eight to ten yards of play, absolutely just carved them up. So you're going to give him all the time to prepare for playoff-type matchups? That's a good thing for Georgia. Do you think – is there a possibility that we've seen 12 games and George hasn't shown everything? Yes. I also think we've seen 12 games, and you, if you really go back and watch the tape, like play by play – it's almost every play, especially in the run game, where this this block was missed a little bit, this block was missed a little bit, this assignment was a little off, or even you know you throw in the passing game, like the first third down against Georgia Tech, Stetson makes you know sort of a wrong read in terms of coverage, throws the ball behind Kyrus Jackson. You can point to so many pieces within each game, and that's what's the amazing part about how they play this year: this points and the yards and all those things is that they still have not really at all to me played a complete where you just look at it like crisp, perfect execution, consistent execution. It hasn't really happened a lot. Oregon, obviously the results were there. It's probably, and it's probably the best example. And that's, you know, you see that once you see it in the opening game, it'd be like, okay, can we not see this every week? But it hasn't happened. And I think a lot of that's rotation, it's opponent, it's things like that. But they have still yet to peak offensively to me. Brent, as we finish up, and again, we're recording this on Wednesday before the SEC title game. Some of our listeners won't be hearing it till after, so I mean, this could be a troll Brent Rollins moment if LSU steps up and pulls some big <laughs> upset. But it's funny, we've done this whole pod, and I haven't even asked you about the game, and maybe that's because the LSU loss, and they looked so bad against A&M, it and did. there's Jaden Daniels questions now. Is there any reason to be concerned about Saturday against LSU? If you give them the ball, yes. If you take care of the football, no. And I think Daniels is going to – he's going to try to put the, push the ball down the field. That's, they do it. They try to get one-on-ones with the receiver, push the ball down the field. He's going to try to make plays with his legs. And he's probably going to make two or three, you know, have 
a 15 or 20 yard run a couple times. I just don't think they can do it. And I don't think really anyone can do it on this defense for four quarters consistently. Brent Rollins, UGA sports.com. He's a great follow as well on Twitter. Always has great numbers and great insight. He's a, uh, a great resource to talk all things dogs. Brent, uh, we appreciate the time. We'll continue to follow and pay attention as Georgia makes this run to hopefully a, a back-to-back championship. Thank you, my friend. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, so much for taking the time to listen to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. Thanks to our producer, Matt Lear, for his assistance with the program. He's the glue that keeps the operation running. We'll talk to you next week. On Welcome to Madland. Every day, big beach, hit street, see gangsters roaming, and parties don't stop till eight in the morning. Spring is here, and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 